Hey, Mama. If you are a mom and are tired of the wash, rinse, repeat burnout cycle of motherhood, this podcast is for you. If you feel lonely and isolated in your motherhood journey, this podcast is for you. If you feel like you have completely lost your identity since your babies were born, this podcast is for you. If you feel like every other mom has it together except for you, this podcast is for you. My name is Amanda, and I'm a life coach dedicated to teaching every mom the tools she needs to liberate herself off the back burner. I am living proof that a woman can be present and loving to her kids while also being a whole ass person outside of being that kid's mom. The secret? Learning when to say fuck it. Hello, my mamas. I am so excited that Halloween is over. Not that I don't love Halloween. I absolutely love Halloween, but I was just jonesing for Christmas, as you all know, because I've been talking about it for a few weeks now. Um, But I'm so excited. It's fine. Like when I'm recording this, it's November 1st. And I mean, it's Christmas. Like uh, one of my best friends um, and I like have a tradition of texting each other. Like once we get back home from trick-or-treating with our kids. Merry Christmas! (laughs) Because literally once trick-or-treating is over, it's Christmas time. And sorry if you don't agree, that's fine. It's fine for you to be wrong. We're all wrong from time to time. It's not a big deal. You can still hang out with me. (laughs) But you just have to hang out with me knowing that it's Christmas time and I'm going to be really obnoxious about it. Like I'm going to break out my earrings. I'm going to break out my sweaters, all of my sweaters, not just the Deadpool one that you guys have seen already. <laughs> Maybe playing Christmas music and decorating every inch of my house. And you know, that's just what you have to deal with if we're going to hang out. Um, and I really wanted to come on and talk about uh, grief through the holiday season. And I kind of touched on this. Um, a little bit last week, but last week really was just more about like honoring all negative feelings coming from wherever they may come from, um, and giving yourself permission to have boundaries. <laughs> um, whereas this is going to be, you know, really focused on grief. And, um, when the holidays are mixed with the really intense negative emotion that is grief, um, I shared that I've I've lost two relatives near Christmas. Um, My grandma, Tony, died on December 27th when I was a senior in high school. Um, And my dad died of COVID uh, two years ago now on December 17th. Um, So it's it's hard. It's hard to, because all of the things that I love so much all of the decorations, all of the music, all of the food and the, um, the Christmas tree and the presents, like everything, the whole experience, all of it reminds me of when I lost my dad. And it's really hard to carry that, to carry the duality of that. Um, and I think that is where so many of us um, I don't want to say go wrong, but like, cause I'm not trying to shame anybody. None of us are doing anything wrong. We're just like doing the best we fucking can. Right. But, um, 
I feel like that's where we take a left turn or whatever. I don't know. I can't think of an analogy right now, but um, we focus so much on the pain that we either don't make space. We, we don't know how to make space for holding both joy and sadness and grief. Um, or we are so busy pushing the pain away, trying to like numb it away that, you know, that's when people are like, you know, fuck Christmas. It just hurts too bad. I'm not participating ever again. Um, or they dive like super deep into it and they're just like faking it till they make it, but they never make it. Um, cause emotions don't work that way. Um, and something that's so fascinating that I'm just, it, it's a truth that I am in the midst of internalizing now, um, when I am today years old, <laughs> but when we numb emotions, we're numbing the pain. But when we do that, we also numb our capacity for feeling joy because emotions, they all come together. Um, and if you're, if you're willing to feel joy, you also have to be willing to feel sorrow. Otherwise you're never going to feel the full extent that joy has to offer. Um, you guys know that movie inside out the one with the emotions <laughs> living in Riley's head. That movie makes me sob. Like every time most Pixar movies make me sob every time. Um, but I was thinking about that movie today and just how they did such a great job of explaining all of the emotions and explaining the importance of sadness, right? That was really like the entire arc of the movie. The real journey was the real hero in the movie was sadness. Um, but joy spent the whole movie, like looking at sadness as, a like, ugh, just this weight she had to carry this, this annoying thing she had to deal with and just trying to constantly shove sadness in a corner. Um, and dragging her along on her journey because she just had to, um, and not until the end of the movie, did she realize like, oh, sadness is a key component. I actually can't save Riley without sadness. It it can't just be me. I'm actually not the most important emotion. And you know, that part in the movie where, um, joy is like dragging sadness around the long-term memory tunnels <laughs> and sadness is like touching all of the memory orbs, even though she's not supposed to, because once she touches them, then they stay blue. They stay sad regardless of whatever color they were. So like each emotion has their own color and each memory, you know, that was formed is formed from one of Riley's emotions. But once sadness touches an emotion, um, they stay blue. And Joy like cannot figure out why. And she's freaking out that all of Riley's memories are going to be sad. Um, because whenever she thinks of those, whenever she recalls those memories, Riley, whenever she thinks of those old memories, she's going to be sad because that's the emotion that's going to be carried 
that's now latched onto that memory. And so she doesn't want sadness to touch any of the emotions, but sadness, sadness just can't help it. She wants to touch all of them. Um, and it's such a beautiful picture of how, when we think back, even when we think back on like happy memories, it can be sad too, right? It could cause sadness because it's, you know, we're not in that moment anymore. That was in the past. That's not happening anymore. But we can't appreciate like all of the joy that we had in those memories without also carrying the sadness that that's not happening anymore, that that's in the past. Um, and that's what I think about when I'm navigating my grief um, through the holiday season. Like it, there's so many things that could, you know, quote, trigger me. Um, and it could cause me to spiral, but the spiral really only happens when I'm resisting the emotion. When I feel, if I, if I see something and it reminds me of, you know, two years ago when my dad was in the hospital dying of COVID. Um, and if I push that away and I start freaking out, like, oh God, I don't want to feel this right now. I don't want to start crying in Target or I just don't want to feel this right now, period. Because if it's the negative emotions are hard for us and no one teaches us how to process them. Um, the spiral happens when I'm resisting it. If I embrace it, I can feel the sadness and be like, yeah, it really sucks. And I really miss my dad but I'm so grateful for all of the Christmas memories that I do have with him. And so I'm able to sit in this beautiful, complicated space of holding both sadness and joy together. And I really strongly feel like that's the key to being able to navigate the holiday season when you're also navigating grief is making space for all of it, making space for both sadness and joy to live together. And it might be a little bit messy and it might feel a little hard because you're not used to doing it, but it's a lot better than the spiral. And it's so much better than numbing because numbing, you don't feel anything. You get to a point where you, you literally, you can't feel anything, which is why we call it numbing, right? Sure. You're not feeling the sadness or you're not feeling anything else either. You're not able to feel the joy. You're not able to feel the happiness. You're not able to feel excited. You're just numb. You're just existing. I am no grief expert, but I wanted to offer you my insights that I've gained thus far in my grief journey. So if you are experiencing grief in this holiday season, I really want to encourage you to give yourself the space for all of the messy emotions to live together. Trust that you're safe in your body even with 
all of the messy emotions happening all at once. You're always safe in your body. They're all just physical sensations, all of our emotions. That's all they are. They're just these sensations that we feel in our physical body. It only gets chaotic and stressful. We spiral when we're resisting them. Allow it. So that way you can still feel joy and happiness and love and all of the beautiful things. If you missed uh, my announcement on social media during my Fuck It Tuesday, first of all, if you don't join me live on Tuesdays for Fuck It Tuesdays, why the fuck not? You need to do that. Um, <laughs> it's I have so much fun with it. Um, I go live every Tuesday on Facebook and Instagram simultaneously if all the technology decides to work <laughs> at 8 p.m. Central and we say fuck it to something. But anyways, if you missed the announcement um, from this week, I, in the holiday spirit, am gifting three women with two free months of coaching to help you guys get through the holiday season because I get that this is the best time of year. I love Christmas so much, but I also recognize that it's a fucking lot <laughs> and I'm here for you. I want to support you. Um, give you some extra support during this holiday season. So if you were interested in that, you can slide into my DMs on social media. You can email me at F as in Frank, C as in cat, K as in kite, it mothering at gmail.com. And let me know that you're interested and we can set up a uh, time to chat about it. Okay. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. And don't forget to support this podcast. So if you love this podcast and you are tuning in every week, thank you so much for your support. And would you please kindly leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? Because reviews are the number one thing for uh, algorithms. So if there are other podcasts out there that you listen to all the time, give them a review. So that way people can find us when they're looking for a podcast of our caliber that the stuff that we're covering. And when you do that, you'll be entered into my monthly book raffle and Starbucks gift card giveaway. Um, this month I gave away a holiday romance book. Next month, I will definitely be giving away <laughs> another holiday romance book because why the fuck not? Life is too short. I love you guys. Have a great week. Are you living your one wild life to the fullest? You're not? Why the fuck not? What are you waiting for? The time to live is now, mama. Do not wait until your youngest is in college. Let your dreams hire me for an hour so I can explain how I can help you achieve any goal in your life. You've put yourself off long enough. It's time to pour into you. The link to schedule your 60-minute complimentary consultation is in my show notes. Join the community of Fuck It Moms by following me on Instagram and Facebook at fuck it mothering. That's fuck without the U. So F C K it mothering. Make sure you subscribe to my channel so you never miss your weekly encouragement. And please rate, review, comment, and share. All of these things help with the algorithms so that way when other overwhelmed moms are looking for encouragement, they can find me. Every month I give away one of my favorite books and a Starbucks card to a lucky winner. All you have to do to enter is write a review or tag me in social media when you share an episode. See you next Sunday, gorgeous.